Food Safety Education Services, Episode 1. Welcome to my food safety blog. My name is Jeff Feldman, and I have been part of the food service industry since 1979, with a major focus on food safety since 98, when I came back from the Army. I grew up in food service, starting as a dishwasher when I was a kid in Sausalito, and uh, worked my way up. Worked in family restaurants, uh, every position, front of the house, back of the house, and I find that I like the back of the house much better than the front. Currently, I am an instructor with the United States Coast Guard, their food service A school at Trace and Petaluma, and I've been there off and on since 2008. Uh, I was also the food safety instructor for the Culinary Institute of America at Greystone in St. Helena, California, for three years from 2009 to 2012. In 2001, I took over a restaurant on Union Square in San Francisco, and I thought, I'm going to go get myself certified as a food safety instructor uh, and train all of my employees. So I did. I went up to the California Restaurant Association, and I was Serve Safe certified as an instructor uh, and able to train and test my people. A few years later, after I left San Francisco, came back to Sonoma County, and I was running a deli for five years uh, out in the West County, which was a really beautiful apple orchard area. Uh, I thought once I found out that the California laws had changed uh, on food safety, I thought, oh, that's a good idea. I think I'm going to start teaching this as my own business and certifying people. Uh, so that's what I did. I left the job, and I started my business in 2007 called Sonoma Food Safety, and later I adjusted the name to Food Safety Education Services, and of course the website and all the uh, promotions are Food Safety EDU. I'm certified uh, instructor for ServeSafe, which is the National Restaurant Association's Educational Foundation. I'm also a registered instructor with the National Environmental Health Association, it's NEHA, and an administrator trainer for the National Registry of Food Safety Professionals. So there are three different organizations, each one taking from the FDA food code and creating their training curriculums and sending it out. Uh, and that's one of the things I'd like to provide here is a little explanation of uh, how this all works be of help to people who are trying to test and get their certifications. For quite a few years I've been considering this and, and finally as I train again for water safety, drinking water safety, I'm listening to a fella, Ty Whitman, and he's called the Water Sifu uh, on a podcast and he's terrific and, and it, it gave me the idea that if he's been so helpful to me then I think I should uh, be helpful to people who, who might want this uh, in this aspect. So my intention is to introduce, to introduce, clarify, and explain the test information that many people just don't understand. The who, what, why, and how in the kitchen, commercial or at home, it doesn't matter. It's still really important. 
So I'm going to begin today just with this little introduction. Uh, I'm going to offer the online food safety instruction and guidance to help you better understand and pass the certification exams that you may be studying for. I want to be, I want my website to be your go-to resource in helping you learn and understand the important information and it'll enable you to pass your manager certifications and more importantly it'll help you develop habits for yourself and then you can control your employees also. So I know uh, a lot of you are already very capable people and that's great and there's a lot of people who are just beginners and that's great too. All the beginners, just like we were all beginners once upon a time, we grow into it. So I'm going to start at the beginning, kind of assuming that you don't know anything and there's no experience there. Um, and take it as you will. Uh, I know that there's going to be some people who just want to listen and, and be able to refresh before they take their exams. Uh, make sure, though, that whatever exam you take, it's ANSI certified, uh, American National Standards, because if it's not ANSI certified, the health department won't accept it. So that's uh, one tip. So I'm pretty excited to be starting this. Um, Ty Whitman at the Water Seafood, he really encouraged me, unknowing to him. Uh, I've just been listening to him. Just I'm, He's drilling the information that I need for my water certifications. He's drilling it into me because uh, I listen as I drive back and forth to work. One of the things that he was saying, and it makes perfect sense to me, is that he was working with flashcards all the time. Uh, and when you see something and you hear it and you read it and you write it, it locks into your brain so much easier than just uh, maybe reading it. Um, but he also said, and I agree, that uh, you know he had wished that he had some type of audio uh, file because he would drive in his car and flip those flashcards and you know he did it safely but uh, he came up with flashcards for the water treatment uh, exams and so it's given me this idea so I'm gonna have some flashcards coming up on uh, words and terms and, and things that we need to know in the food industry also so I'm excited I'm gonna get this started um, and I plan to provide uh, monthly shows uh, to help you get through your manager's exams. Um, they'll be based on the FDA food code, which is what all of those testing companies use to write their materials. And uh, with this podcast, you'll be able to listen to my explanations and stories at any time, day or night, to better help you get through your test. So let's go to page one on my uh, website. It's the homepage. And I'm a training, consulting, and certification company since 2007 here in Sonoma County. I also had an office in San Rafael. I had an office in San Francisco just off of Union Square. And I had my nice classroom up here in Petaluma. So I've been giving classes for quite a while. Uh, I would run over to the CIA and teach for two hours there. And then I'd beeline over to the Coast Guard and teach for another eight hours there uh, cooking, actually hands-on cooking. And we would feed between... 500 and 700 people uh, per day for, for meals at the Coast Guard station. So food safety and really cooking and teaching people how to cook, uh, that's what I've been doing for quite a while. And so I'd like to help if I can. So on page one, uh, on the sideline, there you see there's a surf safe 
icon. There's a NEHA, the National Environmental Health Association icon. There's the green one, which is the National Registry of Food Safety Professionals. And just below that is Prometric. Those are now SurfSafe is very recognizable, and a lot of large companies prefer uh, that people have their SurfSafe certificate when actually all three certificates are. If you scroll down a little more, you see the ANSI, the blue one. They're all three ANSI certified. So if the employer specifies, I want you to have a SurfSafe, then they want you to have a SurfSafe. But really, if there's no specification bef from an employer, then you can go through any one of those trainings because they're all the same training. It's all based on the FDA food code. Uh, they're just different companies that, that test you. Uh, so you go through those. So these are links to each one of those organizations. All of them are absolutely tremendous and wonderful, and they all compete with each other. And um, that's what it's all about. That's business. And down at the bottom is the International HACCP Alliance. Uh, that We'll get to that later. HACCP is a uh, scientific, systematic approach to food safety. Uh, well, we'll get to that later. So here in the middle, I'd like to be the source, uh, your source for food safety training and certification. And I've been doing it here since 2007. And my focus is really to help you, you to identify and reduce and eliminate in your operation the risks, the habits, and the hazards that are uh, potentials. So we'll talk about risks to food safety, uh, the habits that we want to adjust, and different hazards that we have to identify. There are places that go out of business because of this. So here in a couple pages on my, let's see, on my resource page, uh, we have the food code that you can go into. On my contact page, I have the Twitter feeds. And I'll be adding Twitter uh, tweets on food safety. Uh, and there's a lawyer, uh, Bill Marler, uh, up in Washington, and he's terrific. But people go out of business, and people are being fined, and they're going to jail because they don't think about the risks and the hazards and the habits that uh, we need to. If we're serving people food, we really have to be safe about it. So because Bill Marler and other lawyers and uh, the government they put you out of business, and you get fined millions of dollars, and you go to jail. So let's just be as safe as possible and understand that continuous training, not only for you, but your employees too. So in order for you to control your employees, you have to be the expert. You've got to be the one. So it comes from the top. If the top people don't care, then it's kind of a waste and uh, something is going to happen eventually. But if they do care, and if you're that top person, then you 
would like you to care, and I hope you do. And then you control your people, and you teach them, and you train them, and you coach them. Because just like you, they're at the beginning, you're at the top. Once upon a time, you were at the beginning too. And you look for your coaches and your mentors to build you up. So be that person to your people too. Okay, so let's take a tour of the website, sonomafoodsafety.com. Um, I just put this one up. Uh, I let it fall off for about two years because I've been just working, uh, and I let the business fold up. Uh, I was giving classes two and three times a week, uh, and, and I came to a point where I needed to do something else a while so I let everything fall apart fall away and because of all this I'm thinking I want to put it back up and I want to be that go-to source for you uh, so I have the website back up so it looks much different than it did in the old days uh, 2013 FDA food code that's the book we're going to be coming out of so all of those companies that uh, have their training information they're outstanding and they're probably written a little more clearly um, than the food code here. But uh, they're all copyrighted, so that's all on them, and that's fine. When it's a government uh, publication, it's meant for everyone, and so this is what I'm going to use, uh, and then I'll explain things. So we'll go, we'll go through it. Um, you know, sometimes it's boring reading when you're reading it, and it's not understandable, but... Uh, I've fallen asleep on it a few times, so. but uh, my intention is that I will go through it and explain it to you, but click on it, download it, and then you can go through with me as we go, and they basically go, uh, well, because it's the main code, all of those other ones follow it, so this is the one where they're writing the tests on. Right underneath that is the uh, Spanish version, it's the 2009 food code in Spanish, and they'll update it to the 13 food code in Spanish eventually. Uh, I didn't see that yet. Then there's the uh, CDC, Centers for Disease Control, the Vessel Sanitation Program. I work with the Coast Guard, so it's a lot of shipping, uh, and uh, we're on land and we're teaching on land, but these young people that I'm teaching are going to be on the water, and they're going to be dealing with uh, shipping and ships and, and so this is a good link uh, for people who are going to be on the water. And then below that is the manager presentation. So this will take you to foodsafetysite.com, and there are all the presentations based on the 2009 food code so far. And this is from um, it's Clemson University, and they've been so great and terrific at putting this up online. And so it's been kind of a resource for me that I've just pointed people to it. I'm not making any money on this. I'm just pointing it direction, and I really respect these folks. Uh, at the CIA, I had a class for uh, Chinese uh, people, students that came from China to go, uh, and, and they took a few uh, day courses at CIA. Uh, and so... Here, I asked permission, and we got permission, and we printed out the Chinese portion and, and gave it to the folks. So it was kind of neat. Uh, 
that I had the resource to be able to share with them, and they appreciated it. Uh, so it's nice that Clemson University has put this out. Uh, it's a terrific thing. It's great study material for you uh, also. Okay, back to my site. So now in the center area, I have Food Safety Magazine. So that's just a food safety magazine that comes out every couple of months. Really good. The restaurant resource uh, link will take you to Food Service Resource Associates. And it was a link that the uh, Golden Gate Restaurant Association put out a few years ago uh, sharing it. And so I think it's terrific. Uh, you choose your state, and then they have lists on uh, uh, when you're opening and starting a restaurant. There's a whole PDF uh, list of things, your checklist, and you go all the way down. Insurance, plates, silverware, how much of this, how much of that. It's really a great resource for you when you're opening or adjusting your, your operations. Okay, video one, video two, video three, video four, video five, and video six. Those are YouTube videos that were put out some years ago for, uh, for food safety from uh, the health department. Uh, I will replace these videos with me uh, at some point, but for now, it, it's a nice review all the way down. NSF International. When you're in the commercial food service industry, restaurants, and you're being inspected by health in inspectors, when they walk in the door, they look at your equipment. And if it isn't NSF certified with this round NSF uh, or comparable certifications, in other words, if it's just a household toaster, they'll make you throw it away. They'll make you get rid of it, and you'll get written up. All of your equipment needs to be commercial grade. That's one of their checks when they come through. So I've had a couple of restaurants where they're really upset because they had to get rid of their toaster or they had to get rid of you know something else. So just be aware of it. Refrigeration, there's residential refrigeration, and there's commercial refrigeration. And make sure it's got the NSF or the underwriter laboratory that meets NSF standards. Okay. Under that, uh, CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, it's a good resource, and they talk all about the different uh, bacteria, viruses, parasites, and they have their food safety, safety link also. So a terrific resource, and I'll be referring to them over and over again. Who, underneath that, is the World Health Organization, and they have their areas for food safety as well all around the world. So I have this link. I really enjoy looking around the world and seeing what's out there and what's going on. Uh, under that is the Bad Bug Book, and that's from the FDA. So it talks about the, all the different bugs that we can get. And when we're talking about bacteria and viruses and parasites, they're the bugs. They're the bugs that kill us or make us sick or... But they're all listed in the book. Active managerial control. So on the front page, there was the HACCP link. And then active managerial control is a, 
well, it goes side by side with it. That's the one that you should be running uh, every day. And when you click this link, it automatically goes to the Alaska Health Department website, and I think it'll start to download a link. Uh, and you want that, and you want to go through that training, and it gives you so many resources for your, uh, for your operation. It has policies and procedures, SOPs, which means standard operating procedures, uh, training material, uh, checklists. At the beginning of your shift, once you set up your cook's line, the lead cook should go through the cook's line with a thermometer and probe all the products to make sure that they are at the correct temperatures. And with this link, this active managerial control, they provide those uh, lists and those check, sh check sheets that you print out and then you put it on a clipboard and that employee or your employees are all trained to go through and do that. Those are the things that when there's an outbreak, when people get sick and then they come back to try and sue you, this is the area that you referred to as your defense in essence. So all and everything that you can do to defend yourself, but that means having the proper habits, being the proper leader, and making sure your employees are doing the proper procedures that you put together. Then we have foodsafety.gov, and that's the food safety uh, from the government. A lot of good things. HACCP guidelines, that's a PDF uh, download, and that'll help to uh, explain and uh, put a HACCP program into your operation if you need it. So here you see it's a voluntary uh, manual for HACCP. But if you do certain techniques, uh, sous vide, if you smoke or cure foods, uh, if you're working with juices, uh, there's a few other things, then you have to have a HACCP plan. And you, it's a written plan, and it's inspected. And if, if it's all fake and all the entries are false, trouble and have that area shut down. And then finally, I have the Chinese food safety, which, okay, it's in Chinese, but it's also in English. So this one and the other one uh, that I showed with multi-languages uh, are both outstanding resources. So that's my resource page. If we go to the blog podcast page, then I have it kind of typed out, and here's where I'm going to be putting other information. Uh, my contact page, just shoot me an email. You can also see my Twitter feeds there, and then Serve Safe Manager's Exam. So currently, uh, I'm just going to give the Serve Safe Exam. It's, it's easy for me to do. Uh, I'm all set up to do it. If you request one of the other exams, either the National Registry or the Prometric, which falls under NEHA, then be happy to. Uh, I just have to. It would take a little bit longer to get the materials because I have to send for them and do that. With the serve safe, I can do it immediately and just jump on the computer, do it, and uh, it's done. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for visiting, and uh, I hope this will be a uh, a good thing as we go forward. I was. 
of local business, supporting local business. And now with the podcast, it could go worldwide. Who knows? But uh, again, I do want to help. I feel that putting this out for free um, will be a helpful thing. And if you're in the neighborhood, then give me a call and I'll give you a pair. So just to recap, what's my goal? My goal is to clarify the laws, promote understanding, and develop proper work behaviors and food service at all levels of your operation. The training will help to improve your food safety habits and make it easier for you to create, implement, and enforce your company's policies. Okay, on the back of my brochure, it says, Do you know the five most common problems associated with food, causing over 48 million food poisonings and killing thousands of people each year in the United States alone, never mind the rest of the world? So we have using dirty equipment, food that's sitting out way too long in the temperature danger zone, food that wasn't cooked properly to the correct internal temperature, buying and serving bad, contaminated, nasty, yucky food, and working employees who are sick or dirty. So some of these people you can see, they're sniffling and drooling and hacking and coughing, and some have bad habits spitting, and some are just dirty, and they're wiping their hands all over themselves, and so then the bacteria grows there, and then they just put it into something else, another food. What can you do to prevent food poisoning and stay in business? Well, this is also on my brochure, and it says, wash your hands. Train all of your employees from top to bottom in any language. It doesn't matter. Use thermometers. So I understand that a lot of people use the touch method, and you have, you know, with your palm of your hand, you can feel the different uh, density of, of your um, palm as it relates to rare, medium rare, medium, and well meats, but that doesn't help with the proper internal temperature, so use thermometers and enforce company health policies. If people are sick, send them home. You don't need to get people, in, uh, customers sick because your employees are sick. And I understand that they need the money, so they have to show up. And I understand that, just like me, even when I was sick and really not feeling well, I would still go to work because I had to be that team player. And that's great. But in the food industry, and especially now, the way that food safety laws and uh, are, are going, you need to send those people home. And then understand the risks of serving raw or undercooked foods. Okay, so a lot of people like to have rare, medium rare, uh, or now there's a lot of raw foods happening. When, when it's raw, there's no guarantee, there's no safety. So I say just understand the risks of serving raw or undercooked foods. Well, it looks like that's it for me for now. That's 30 minutes. Uh, I think I want to keep these podcasts at about 30 minutes. Um, that way they're nice and easy uh, and not overly time-consuming, but I'll have multiple podcasts uh, as time goes on, which is number one, and I'll keep going from here, and it'll only get better. So I really do appreciate you tuning in. Take care.